Do you lash out at the people you love? Do you get so angry that you can't control what you're saying or doing? Have you ever shouted at your partner, broken objects, or even hit someone in anger? If you have answered yes to any of these questions, then you are not alone. Many people struggle to control their anger. And while it is okay to feel angry in situations, it is never okay to act in an abusive or violent way towards others. So what exactly are abuse and violence? And how does abuse and violence differ from anger? In this episode of the Anger Secrets podcast, you will learn what abuse and violence are, how abuse and violence differ from anger, and how to avoid acting in abusive or violent ways in your own life. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Anger Secrets podcast. I'm Alistair Dews, and over the last 30 years, I've taught over 10,000 men and women how to control their anger, master their emotions, and create calmer, happier, and more respectful relationships. In this podcast, I'll share my secrets to managing anger so that you can control your temper, feel calmer and more relaxed, and create happier and more respectful relationships. For a free training on how to control your anger, master your emotions, and create calmer, happier, and more respectful relationships, go to angersecrets.com forward slash training. That's angersecrets.com forward slash training. Okay, with that said, let's begin. So what are abuse and violence? Let's start with what abuse is. Abuse is often defined as any behavior intended to control, intimidate, manipulate, or hurt another person. Abuse can take many forms. For example, in a relationship, abuse can be verbal, emotional, psychological, physical, or sexual. Let's look at each of these types of abuse, starting with verbal abuse. Verbal abuse is when someone uses words to control, intimidate, or hurt another person. Common examples of verbal abuse in a relationship include putting your partner down, calling your partner names, blaming your partner for things they have not done, constantly criticizing your partner, ordering your partner to do something, undermining your partner's confidence or self-esteem, or making threats towards your partner. Verbal abuse is often the first step in the pattern of escalating abuse. If you are verbally abusive to your partner, it's essential to get help to stop this behavior as soon as possible. The next type of abuse is emotional abuse. Emotional abuse is any behavior that controls, manipulates, or hurts another person emotionally or makes them feel bad. Common examples of emotional abuse in a relationship include constantly criticizing or belittling your partner, making your partner feel guilty for things they have not done, withholding information to control or hurt your partner, constantly monitoring your partner's whereabouts, making fun of your partner or putting them down, threatening to hurt yourself or someone else to control your partner, or threatening to leave the relationship to manipulate or control your partner. Like verbal abuse, emotional abuse is often the first step in a pattern of escalating abuse. If you are acting in an abusive way towards your partner, it's essential to get help to stop this behavior as soon as possible. 
The next type of abuse is psychological abuse. Psychological abuse is any behavior that manipulates or controls the thinking of another person or makes them feel bad. Psychological abuse is also often called mental abuse, gaslighting, or playing mind games. Common examples of psychological abuse in a relationship include using guilt, manipulation, or blackmail to control your partner, making your partner feel like they are crazy or overreacting, making false accusations against your partner, constantly making demands on your partner that are impossible to meet, refusing to communicate with your partner to control them, or denying something you said or did to manipulate or control your partner. Psychological abuse is often the most challenging type of abuse to recognize and recover from. If you are acting in a psychologically abusive way to your partner, it's vital to get help from a professional as soon as possible. The next type of abuse is physical abuse. Physical abuse is any behavior that causes physical pain or injury to another person. Common examples of physical abuse in a relationship include slapping, punching, or kicking your partner, breaking objects or throwing things at your partner, restraining your partner against their will, pushing or shoving your partner, or choking or attempting to strangle your partner. Physical abuse can be life-threatening. If you act in a physically abusive way to your partner or any other person, Getting help from a professional as soon as possible is essential. The final type of abuse is sexual abuse. Sexual abuse is any behavior that coerces or forces another person to engage in sexual activity against their will, or any sexual activity with a person who is unable to consent. Common examples of sexual abuse in a relationship include coercing or forcing your partner to engage in sexual activity, engaging in sexual activity with your partner when they are unable to consent, refusing to use protection during sex, criticizing or making fun of your partner's body, pressuring your partner to engage in sexual activity they are not comfortable with, or taking sexual photos or videos of your partner without their consent. Sexual abuse is always serious and will have long-lasting effects on the victim. If you are acting in a sexually abusive way towards your partner or any other person, it's vital to get help from a professional as soon as possible. Acting abusively is never acceptable. If you have abused your partner in any way, it's essential to get help to stop this behavior as soon as possible. Many organizations can support you in changing your behavior and creating a happier, healthier, and more respectful relationship. These include domestic violence or counseling services in your local area. To access these services, do a quick Google search using terms such as domestic violence services or counseling services near me. As an alternative option, I have designed a life-changing online anger management program to teach you how to control your anger, master your emotions, and create calmer, happier, and more respectful relationships often in just 10 minutes per day. This program is called the Complete Anger Management System, and it is the simplest, quickest, and most effective way to control your anger that I know. To learn more about the Complete Anger Management System, visit my website, angersecrets.com. 
Okay, let's move on to what violence is. While violence can be challenging to define, I define violence as Violence is any behavior intended to control, intimidate, manipulate, or hurt another person. Listen to that definition closely. In fact, I will repeat it once more. Violence is any behavior intended to control, intimidate, manipulate, or hurt another person. You may notice that you have heard this definition before. This definition of violence is exactly the same as the definition I gave earlier for abuse. Why is this? I define abuse and violence in the same way as, in my opinion, there is no difference between abuse and violence. In other words, abuse and violence are the same things. This means that if you have acted abusively to your partner, such as by yelling at them, swearing at them, making threats, or putting them down, then you have been violent to them. This statement is so important, let me repeat it once more. If you have abused your partner in any way, then you have been violent towards them. Many people I work with dislike this statement. If I have shouted or yelled at my partner, they say, I am ready to admit that this is abuse, but I do not think this is violence. So, why are abuse and violence the same thing? One way to answer this question is to ask people to think about their childhood. Many people I work with have experienced abuse or violence as children. For example, many of my clients have witnessed arguments between their parents while growing up. They may recall one parent shouting at the other parent, belittling them or telling them they are good for nothing, worthless or hopeless. Many of my clients have also experienced physical abuse as children. For example, they may have been hit by a parent, had things thrown at them, or been pushed or shoved. At these times, the abusive parent would also usually say cruel things to my clients, including words that hurt, embarrass, or humiliate them. When I discuss these events with my clients, I often ask them which had the most effect on them, the physical abuse they suffered, or the emotional abuse? Almost always, the answer is emotional abuse. Trevor, for instance, a man I worked with recently, said that, I didn't mind so much the pain when my father used to beat me, but I could tell by the look in his eyes that he hated me when he was doing this. His look was contemptuous, as if he couldn't believe I had been so stupid. I felt like such a disappointment to him when he looked at me like that. I have never recovered from this. That is hard for anyone to cope with, knowing that your father hates you. It still makes me sad when I think about it. Trevor's story is common. Verbal abuse, emotional abuse, psychological abuse, and sexual abuse can have the same, if not worse, effects than physical violence. For this reason, I believe there is no difference between abuse and violence. They both hurt others, make them afraid, or control other people. If you have acted abusively towards another person, you have engaged in violence towards them. I know that this may be hard to hear. If you have acted in abusive ways, you may not think of yourself as a violent person. But you may not be thinking about the effects of your abusive actions. These effects are likely to be as bad as, or worse than, the effects of physical violence. For example, if you have acted in verbally or emotionally abusive ways in your relationship, your partner will likely feel hurt, humiliated, 
belittled, worthless, or afraid. These are the same feelings that victims of physical violence experience and will have a lasting effect on your partner. For this reason, I believe if you've acted abusively towards another person, whether it is verbal, emotional, psychological, physical, or sexual abuse, then you have been violent towards them. It is important to take responsibility for this violence. Accepting that you have been violent will allow you to seek help to change your behavior. If you are willing to take this step, I encourage you to seek a counselor or therapist who can help you. Or, as an alternative, enroll in my life-changing online course, The Complete Anger Management System. You can find more details about this course by visiting my website, angersecrets.com. Remember though, if you've been abusive in the past, you are not a bad person. Chances are that you've learned some unhealthy ways of relating to other people, probably either from your upbringing or from patterns in the culture that you were raised in. Fortunately, you can change these patterns. With help, you can learn new, healthier ways of relating to others. You can eliminate abuse and violence from your life and create calmer, happier, and more respectful relationships that benefit everyone involved. Please take the first step today in changing your behavior. Remember, it takes courage to seek help, but it is worth it. You deserve to create happy, healthy, and respectful relationships in your life. Okay, thanks for listening to today's episode on what abuse and violence are. Be sure to tune into the next episode to discover six easy tips to control your anger. If you found this episode helpful, please follow this podcast and head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app and leave a rating and review. This will help other people struggling with anger to find and benefit from the show. For a free training on how to control your anger, master your emotions, and create calmer, happier, and more respectful relationships, visit angersecrets.com forward slash training. And finally, remember, you can't control other people, but you can control yourself. I'll see you at the next episode. Take care. The Anger Secrets Podcast is for general informational purposes only, and does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, or any other professional health service. No therapeutic relationship is implied or created by this podcast. If you have mental health concerns of any type, please seek out the help of a local mental health professional.